Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 107, and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghost, Season 2, Episode 4, titled Getting These Ends. I'm going to rate this episode a solid 9. It was straight fire. Yes, it was. And we about to get into it, break it down, dissect it like we do on this platform. Um, If you want to hit me up on social media, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. If you need to email me, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. And don't forget about all of those Spotify playlists that I have made public. And you can just type in Shanice Loves. And I know for sure one will populate. If you click on the picture profile, it'll take you to the rest. So if you have anything that you would love for me to recap that you're into that, you know, I haven't watched or maybe I have watched and just haven't recapped it, you can hit me up about that as well. If you guys would like for me to recap any movies, docs, or TV shows. So on that note, I don't want to have you guys here too long. Happy Sunday, by the way. And let's talk Power Book 2 Ghost. Name is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. All right, so this opens up. Child, we get Professor Carrie. She in the woods looking for Zeke. She keeps texting him like, you know, where are you? And, you know, we see that, you know, the typing thing gets to moving like he's trying to type back, but she doesn't get a message. Message. So she's roaming through the through the woods looking for Zeke. The trees are shaking and she looking like the little red riding teacher here. <laughs> She goes back to the car, that window bust. And at first I'm like, is she having a dream or what's going on? But Miss Monet, honey, she busts in there looking like Black Widow <laughs> and tells her, you know, like I told you to quit messing with Zeke. You still was messing with him. Now who got this drug? Who got this damn professor nigga killed? <laughs> so she basically threatens her, let her know, like, look, you better fix this where Zeke's name is in the clear. You find out who killed him. So, you know, Carrie goes, you know, she's startled and she goes on explaining like was Zeke stayed the night, but he lied about his alibi. And that's the only reason they after them, they were actually together the night of his murder. And, you know, she's telling the truth about that. But Monet ain't trying to hear it. The only thing she want to hear is Zeke name is in the clear. And we going to talk about Zeke and Monet. Don't worry. I'm coming, y'all. I'm coming. Let's go scene for scene as much as we can. <laughs> So we get into the next scene and we see Tariq goes to visit McLean and Sachs. And before he makes it in there, they're talking about, you know, the car that uh, <clears throat> McLean is about to buy and everything else going on in their world. They are becoming buddies. And Tariq busts in there and he's giving them information about the gun that was left there of NYPD. And, you know, like it's, you know, McLean is like, you're talking like this is a cover up. But 
and he's just ready to jump on it because you know McLean is all about the the money 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 but sax he's still sax is dirty but sax comes from all this time he's been on the other side so he is more like coming at it from a da point like how do you know all this Tariq why are you so invested you know and he's not buying what Tariq is saying and Tariq is letting him know like look I'll do anything to protect Zeke because that's the only how I can stay in school my future is riding on this as well so McLean ain't trying to investigate all he's thinking about is the money and he getting it from both sides of the family so we see after that Carrie meets up with the dean but as she's walking in so is kevin and they walk in there we got councilman tate we got kevin and we got stern so they're all talking we see um you know how the investigation is rolling and stern is basically you know trying to pull his power move on kevin like you need to calm down because everything that he has going on with the investigations with the murders going on is not looking good for the college and we both know i mean we all know that um stern and his organization family they have a lot to do with the college as well as the um Braden's family so you know he he has a lot riding on it as well and that's the only reason why Tariq is in the college in the first place is to look out for Zeke so Stern gonna pull his power move because like he tells Kevin I give orders to everyone (laughs) and Kevin is like I don't take orders from you (laughs) but um after the meeting is over, Tate and Carrie, they meet up outside and Tate basically pulls his trump card, child. He like, look, I heard, I overheard everything. So you was messing around with, with Zeke, the author Jabari, and you had a little pass with him in the past too. So, you know, Tate kind of egging her on, but she's no dummy herself. And she throws it back into his face. Like, look, if you're smart, He'll try to protect this young black man and it'll look good for you, the man of the people when it comes election. So they kind of throw it up in each other's face. And um, I was wrong. Y'all remember I said by episode four, they was going to be bang banging. Not yet, but I still think it's coming. And was it just me or was she looking at his brother like she wanted some of him? We'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) So we get into the next scene and we see Monet she talks to McLean and he tells her it's gonna cost one million to bring him on to Zeke's case we know David McLean is about the money and she damn near said fuck you (laughs) but she agrees to come up with the money and you know while she's going in her um while she's going in the safe all her money is missing and he like is there a problem? And she's like, you'll get your money in three days. But remember, they have it's in their bar where she owns, and they were they've been getting construction work done on this bar the whole time this season has started. So because remember in season one, at the end of the at the season finale, remember Tommy shot the bar all up. And then it got shot up again when um when Zeke got the not Zeke but what's his name when Drew got shot so this body been shot up so she getting construction work done and all she can think about is that contractor but when she goes to kill the contractor he pleads with her like I didn't have nothing to do with it and hell Monet 
she she cut his power off she cut his power off so he's out of there the innocent contractor because we see in a minute where that money went contractor was innocent y'all we get to the family meeting and they got to get one million in three days from the claim and diana trying to let monet know and we see her looking nervous and she like look mclean is good you see he got tasha off Tariq's mama and she was all tied up in that and you know monet gives everybody their orders she like you know what diana and kane y'all come with me drew you you watch <laughs> you babysit <laughs> you like why well, i gotta grow uh babysit this grown ass <laughs> child but we also see diana texting mclean about the money she paid for tahada for her daddy to get off and she like can you know we transfer this over to zeke's case and he's like absolutely not all caps and she is like shit so we see where the money went diana is the one who went into the safe and paid off mclean with that money because she is trying to get her papa out so we get into the next scene and we go to the college and Lauren comes in there holding hands with Tariq looking like a real couple and our girl Brashandria, she got big jokes. <laughs> oh, I bet you finally got that. <laughs> but, um, you know, we get another class of the ethics and, you know, every time they talk about everything in this ethics class, it kind of goes with whatever is going on with the show. And this time it's more focused on Lauren about how far would you go? Like in the lines cross, like when you're in love and this and she's like, oh, I've never been in that situation before. But it's talking about, you know, when do you cross the lines? How when is it enough? When do you protect yourself? And we see quickly on like everything they always talk about in the ethics ethics class it always goes into the show and this time it goes straight to lauren so we get into the next scene and i love i like when i say i love i literally love on how they're walking us in to tate's show i want to say it's going to be called the influence is what i've been hearing but I love on how they're walking it into Tate show. And then you see um, Super Sax might go over there. We got Jenny. And now we see Kamal Tate is working in the DA office with Kevin and Jenny. And, you know, that's going to walk us straight into the politics of it and the law side of it. So I'm going I'm here for Tate show. And we see Kamal now. He is an investigator. He works in the DA office. And we see him and Kevin, they start off on bad terms already because Kevin has his eyes and everything set on Zeke and it's personal due to Carrie. And Kamal is coming in there ready to do investigation work, you know. So they head head they head the head and Jenny tries to sue sues it off, but you know, Kevin is there to do investigation work, and we'll get to that in one moment. We go into the next scene. Now on this scene, Mecca meets up with Kane. And you know, Kane tells him, like, I need the role. So um I need I need I need the role. I got I got some things going on with my family. And Mecca, you know, when he mentions Zeke, and I thought about this, my my little hat went ring and ring, you know. But when he asked him, he like, okay, this cousin, no, he was like, This family member of yours, this Zeke, is he your brother? And he was like, No, that's that's my cousin, but but when he said, is that your brother? It kind of like just ding to me. I didn't think it. I didn't know it. But it kind of just made my head think, you know, 
the way how he acts like is that is that your brother <laughs> you know knowing we he didn't did all the investigation on the family already so that just made me think and Kane tries to tell him like no nah, that's my cousin and you know we family we still got a role for each other but at the same time you know Mecca he listens as always and just tells him like look I need you to roll on somebody who's trying to um take over my territory and you know whatever's left you know you keep the rest over 50,000 so that'll help him bring some in anyway because they're trying to come up with all this money real fast pace yes calls Tariq in the next scene and she's telling him like I miss you when you gonna come and get me I need you to bring me this something that she was used to having that big mama used to buy so he promised her that he'll get it to her um we get into the next scene and we see Kane he just chilling he just chilling in Rick room on his bed Brayden want Brayden bussy in it <laughs> Can't play mind games to get Brayden to do what he needs Brayden to do. He like, uh, maybe you can help me with something. No, no, never mind, never mind. You, you, you can't do it. You can't do it. Play a little fucking mind games. And Brayden's so eager to join the game. He like, I can do it, bro. I got you, bro. I'll do it. <laughs> oh my god, we get into the next scene. And Saxon Jenny meet up. And she's telling him everything that's going on. And Sax is trying to let her know, like, look, you might want to lean more towards going on Kamal's side because later on it's probably going to benefit you. You know, you don't want to be the white woman prosecutor about to bring down this black, you know, young black college kid for this case you know we don't even know everything especially if it's a cover-up and everything else you don't want to be this you know you're going to be having the, the face of you know linda fairstein from the central park five you know what i'm saying a prosecutor over there you don't want that that look you know and it, you notice how they bring in everything like in today's world they're starting to bring that into the show and you know he had a point because they're already doing they're already covering up that NYPD and it might not even be Zeke and y'all basically destroying him from the inside when you have an idea that he might not have did it he might not have did it so you know you might want to jump on Kamal's side because he's actually trying to do investigation work and find out who the real killer is so she listens and when she goes to the bathroom he eases through her files and what do you know he finds out they did find the evidence gun with the NYPD officer's gun and Tariq was telling the truth so super sax he's on it we get to the next scene and Kamal, he is in there doing investigation work. He's like, you know what? Because Stern had brought it up and they had, when they were talking to Dean's office, how they need to run, you know, a drug investigation because of how the guy got killed last season and everything that's going on. So they're going from room to room, searching every dorm room, searching the closets and the, everything. And we know that Prashandria, she dropped some drugs off in Lauren's um <clears throat> her um drawer her desk drawer um next to her bed last episode so he finds it and you know he assumes it's hers and we know lauren ain't had nothing to do with the hell she was running out of there when they were smoking weed and you know he's doing his police job but then carrie pulls him to the side and was like you know she's an honor student she's this she's 
all of this, you know, let me talk to her. And did y'all catch the wet? You know, it don't take much for Professor Ingram look to go tingling. And child, she was... <laughs> She was kind of looking at Kamal. Now, Kamal is married, bitch. Go on and find his breath. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So we get into the next scene. And, you know, after Carrie flirts and talks to Kamal, she um she asks him to let her talk to Lauren. Because, you know, her and Lauren have a, a bond because she's their teacher she's like the cool teacher you know um she's always there for the students so you know she knows that she can make her comfortable and talk to her and she doesn't want her to throw her you know college career away and then also she's trying to cover her ass too so her and Zeke can go in the clear so she talks Lauren into wearing a wire child bad bad idea Lauren bad bad idea and I don't know maybe this is just me but do you guys remember the first episode how upset Lauren was when she found out um Jabari had been murdered um but then uh Professor Carey was like you do want to catch Jabari's killer don't you I'm a little confused was they more closer than what we think and maybe they who knows because he remember he was sleeping with students so I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm just gonna kind of keep that in mind on how emotional Lauren is about Jabari did they have a little fling because remember he was sleeping with students last season so we get into the next scene and Tariq meets up with the lawyer and I'm happy to see this man working. You know, he is Elton from the Cosby Show. And you know how I'm just happy to see him on the big screen. So uh, remember, he was the lawyer after they read off the will of Ghost. And we end up finding out Big Mama has been spending all yes little money that she get <laughs> on booze. So Big Mama been drinking, Big Mama been doing a lot, Big Mama going through a lot. And Tariq basically got almost threatened to fire the lawyer and he ready to sue Big Mama for custody, child. So we get into the next scene. Kane has Brayden as his getaway driver. Brayden happy as hell. I'm loving on how they keep bringing the new edition references on. You know, Woody wants to get away from the playing the Bobby Brown character, but they don't let us forget that, <laughs> even though he's Kane now. And the guy come over there and he like, who you know in this house? And Brayden like, oh, Ricky, Bobby, you know, just, child, ain't nobody finna play with Brayden. They get to shooting, he pulling off, his new car get all shot up. And he just a laughing and smiling, looking like he having a time of his fucking life. Okay, Brayden, we see you. We get into another interesting scene. Monet visits Tejada in prison. They have their little, you know, conjugal visit. And she asks him about, and he like, I know you had something to ask me. The way you done came in here, put it on me, even wore the damn ask me nails. <laughs> and Monet is like, look, I need to put the house up for Zeke's, you know, for all his, uh, lawyer fees and he like no we just got it took us a long time to get back on our feet after my trial and now you want to put my house back up after we got everything going on no if it was one of our kids maybe but I know you love your nephew <laughs> the golden child but I know you love the nephew but not today 
not today. Uh-uh. Use the money from the bar. And she like, you know, she pissed. She like, okay. Mm-hmm. I use the money for the bar, even though the money from the bar has been stolen. And she just didn't tell him that. Uh-oh. Let's see. So we get into the next scene. Drew, he uh, ends up coming coming up with a plan while he's sitting there talking to uh, Zeke about everything. And he's texting Everett, um, asking about the team and, you know, they they get a plan together and um Everett he goes and he's playing he's getting like all the basketball players players who play with Zeke and they do a protest like a GoFundMe so it's a really smart plan and they raise a lot of funds up so Drew ends up taking off and uh Zeke is like where where are you going who are you talking to because remember Zeke don't know about their little relationship everybody in the family know about Drew but don't nobody uh at the school know about Everett. So it shows them going to the school and they getting it on, child. And then, you know, the, the plan with the protest is, is working. And, you know, after they get done getting it on, they have a little fight because, you know, they done made up. So they pillow talking and Everett talk, telling him that he, you know, did mention his name to the police. And Drew catches a little fit and he takes off. So we get into the next scene and we go to the mall where Effie and Diana is at. And I have to say, Effie was looking so pretty. Oh, look at Effie. She cleaned up for her and Diana to go run this scam. You know, she always looked pretty, but just how she had her little wig on and stuff. I'm like, look at Effie. We see a girl. So, um, she actually, you know, they're talking and she like, you know, why don't you just go to school? And she like, nah, that ain't for our family. And we know Diana wants to go to school. She mentioned it in season one that she wanted to play basketball. And Monet has been keeping her from that to basically be a drug dealer. So they're actually forming some type of friendship. And we'll see how that works out. But she does warn um, uh, Diana. She's like, look, when I mentioned Tariq, I wasn't trying to come at you like that. I just wanted to know. And, you know, I just want to let you know, be careful messing with him. Don't sleep with him because... Just trust me, I know. So she basically letting her know that Tariq then broke her heart. And I do believe Tariq and Effie is going to mess around one more time. I don't think they bond is over. And, you know, Diana just says, well, my mom always told me to use, you know, my looks to my advantage, but, you know, not to sleep around. And when I have my first time, it'll be with who I want it to be. Because I told y'all before, remember, Diana is a virgin. Now, she going she gonna to lose her virginity this season. And it's going to be the Tariq. And I'm wondering, is you know, he's in a relationship with Lauren. But I'm wondering when he find out about Lauren uh, and wearing that wire, that's going to piss him off. And then they're going to probably break up. And then he going to end up, end up sleeping with Diana. That's just my theory. I don't know. But they doing a little scam with the the clothing boosters at the mall so they trying to come up with some money that way so everybody doing it their own way drew he got his little thing going on at the school to raise some money with the gofundme came robbing everybody with tom cruise and diana is at the mall with effie and they doing booster scams so everybody doing some so one of the journalists come to monet's house to question zeke and when he mentions, you know, the, the family that Lorenzo Tejada is in jail for murder, Drew already mad because he didn't got into it with Everett. He comes there and he beats that reporter's ass. <laughs> he takes all of his frustrations out on the reporter. And they have another family meeting. And, you know, they talk about everything. 
Monet goes off on Drew and he like, look, ain't nobody talking about how I raised the most money. You don't thank me for that. Fuck that. I'm out. And he storms out. Now, now Drew been catching quite a few temper tantrums this season. I'm wondering when daddy Tahada get out, is he going to have that same energy with him? Cause I could see him like storming out and I could see Lorenzo not, not doing what Monet do, you know, even though Monet, she, she kind of terrible as a mother (laughs) but I just want to see if he gonna have them same little temper tantrums with daddy Tahada because remember Tahada wants him to be the lead he he doesn't want Kimo Kane to be the enforcer but he wants Drew to be the lead and Drew don't want to do nothing with his life so we gonna see so we get into the next scene and we see that they um they don't have the money to pay McLean off um, and he arrives and, you know, before, <clears throat> before, <laughs> before Drew even stormed off when McLean walked in there, he asked Tariq, like, what the hell you didn't got me into? <laughs> don't, don't refer me to anybody else. And as soon as he walked in, you know, Drew kind of upbeat. Then McLean like, all right, killer. <laughs> so. He tells them, you know, about how, you know, they want to do a sit down interview with Zeke. You know, they're kind of like having continuing a family meeting. And we see when Brayden comes back home, Tariq asks him where he was been. Now he lies. He don't tell him nothing about uh, being out with Kane. So this is going to cause way more problems in the future. And we also see that Big Mama you know, that he has footage of her that he paid off from the guy who owns the store. And she's liquor store footage of her hitting um, Yaz, buying a whole bunch of liquor. But, you know, Brayden is like, you know what, homie, why don't we just get out like old school, old time for sakes, just go have us some good fun, talk no business tonight, no course correct, no Kane, no Tejadas, until he gets that page from Kane that it's time to go back out and play. And they need to rob a jewelry store. So, you know, Kane gives them a gun and they go into the jewelry store. They rob that. And the gun that Kane gave them is jammed. And he like, because I ain't need you killing nobody and getting me caught up Tom Cruise. <laughs> so that's why I caught up Tom Cruise. Because that scene had me dying laughing, like literally. So we get into the next scene, and I loved this scene. We see Kamal Tate is doing real investigation work, and he finds footage of Zeke being at the bodega near Carrie's house the night of the murder of Jabari. And they find out um, that, you know, Something was going on because now they have records of that Ramirez was getting payoffs. So, you know, at least he has an alibi now and they do have proof to back it up. But, you know, they never looked for that because, you know, they didn't care about him having an alibi. But Kamala's coming in there and he doing fucking investigation work. But um, while they're talking, um, we get into another scene of Zeke getting prepped for, you know, the questions because Tariq comes over there to help him and prep for the questioning. And as soon as they mentioned the interview was going to be with Jamel Hill, child, I said, oh, this interview about to be a mess. <laughs> when they mentioned Jamel Hill's name, I said, oh, Lord. Okay. So 
Sarik preps him for questioning and then it shows him, you know, going on an interview. At first, the interview was going good. And it's kind of going from like scene to scene, showing everybody watching it. And then, you know, as soon as, you know, Jamel asks him questions about the ladies, he answers it smoothly. It cuts to Tate and Carrie. And then Tate, like, you dodged that bullet. <laughs> And everything is going cool. Everybody watching, even Lauren and Tariq, and she like you. You taught him this. You you prepped him for this, did you? I, that's something how you would answer. So we see even Kane and Monet, they the family, they watching it, and everything is cool. But Jamel Hill, being true to form of how the real Jamel Hill is, she goes off script, <laughs> and everything gets out of hand. And Zeke storms the fuck out. You know, you got Tariq panicking, like, come on, Zeke, get it together. And Monet, she telling McClain, like, pull him off this interview. And he like, I can't. It's live. And if I do that, it's going to make him look even more guiltier. And when they bring up all the information about the NYPD gun and did he know Ramirez and how they did investigation work and then how Ramirez was never at one of his games and he wasn't a fan, you know, to be at every game, like he said, and Zeke gets to going crazy. And where do you guys think all of that information came from? It came from no other than Kevin Whitman leaking that out to, uh, leaking it out to them, leaking it out to them because, Mm -mm. he leaked all of that information because she went off script and that's where it came from so we get into the next scene where everybody is panicking because you know everybody was rooting for uh for, for zeke to pull through on this uh Tariq was um Tariq was rooting for him because he needs him for school you know Monet don't want him going to school and then Carrie trying to get him off because she know if she don't she gonna go to jail or either Monet gonna kill her so everybody is like damn get it together Zeke but Kane hurry up and get his ass out the house <laughs> and Monet follows him right after like Kane you think I'm stupid no pull up here and I'm gonna meet you right after because she know damn well okay the gun was there she know that you know and she know that um he killed he killed Ramirez. That's why she was so pissed off. So she puts it all together. They meet up and talk. And she's, you know, he fills her in. And he like, you know what? Because she slaps the hell out of him. And he like, you keep that same energy with Tariq. And she like, when I talk to him, I see. And she basically lets him know, like, you know what? They looking for the body. Go move the body. And then she like, and he like, but ma, what if I get caught? And she like look out for Zeke so she basically she basically chooses Zeke over Kane right there and we we gonna we gonna dissect that a little more a little more in a minute but because he was like well what if it she like get do anything to keep Zeke name clear and he like what if that that you know what about me <laughs> she like nigga fuck you <laughs> I'm like damn Monet because last season she was mean to Zeke but I mean, not Zeke, but to uh, Kane, but I don't know. That was like her number one rider. And then, you know, when he went off and got into stuff, she got a little mad. But it was when he put his hands on her is when everything changed, when he kind of grabbed her and hemmed her, up, hemmed her up. But then also when he killed Ramirez, oh, she grew pissed when he killed Ramirez. So, but she basically told him right then and there, like, I deal with Tariq the way I want to deal with Tariq, and, you know, I don't care, but just Zeke name is going to be in the clear. 
So we get into the next scene and Tariq is at school. He packing up and all you hear is big mama screaming on the door. Tariq St. Patrick. <laughs> when, when she opened, when he opened the door and she bust in, she called this fool a local thug. I almost fell out my damn seat laughing. And she basically kept it real with him. Like, look, <clears throat> if you think you about to uh, take custody of my grandbaby, you got me messed up. Raina would be ashamed of you. And if you just want to be honest, you the whole reason for the downfall of this family. And she ain't lying. Big Mama ain't lying there. And Big Mama is not lying there. And when you go back and look, Tariq is a lot to blame for the downfall of the St. Patrick's. We get into the next scene. And Kane tells Mecca he has to go make a move and leave. But Mecca gave us an idea, like, you know, everything you're trying to do, why don't you move the blame somewhere else? And I love on how they're showing this. And by I watch all Courtney Kemp's lives on Tuesdays off her Instagram, <clears throat> she uh, she said to look for Kane to get a lot of his wit this season. They're trying to smarten him up. And a lot of this is going to come from all the game he's getting from Mecca. So remember, everything that he's doing is coming somewhere from the information that he's getting from mecca and you know the game that he getting from him <clears throat> so mecca basically gives him the idea to switch blame and he has the perfect person that he will love to put all the blame on so drew goes back over to everett's and they make up and you know they have a little talk about like who is really your family and all of that we go into the next scene let me take a sip of water. <laughs> we get into the next thing. <laughs> Monet meets up with Mecca, Dante, her baby daddy, <laughs> and cause she got the uh, she got the text message that the money came through, so. She goes there and she like, why now? All this time, you think I'm stupid? Why are you here now? And why did you pay off my nephew's lawyer fees? This man busts out and said, you think I was going to leave you to deal with this alone with our son? I, I, come again, our son? Oh, this isn't her nephew. This is her son. And this is her golden child by the love of her life this is her golden child by the love of her life Tahada was business this whole time and they had kids and built the family but this is her golden child by the love of her life and she treats him special she shelters him she keeps him away from the drug game and he is there willing to help and he lets her know like look all the stuff you have with Tahada with me it would be so much better and i want to take care of you and your kids so when daddy tahada get out it's gonna be a division squad it's gonna be diana drew and tahada on one side and you know kane is a mama's boy so kane ain't going no he's gonna be pissed to find out drew drew is his 
not Drew. I keep saying Drew. He gonna be pissed to find out Zeke is his brother, but he is not. He he's he's already he looks up to Mecca, and he gonna go where his mama go. It's gonna be a division squad in the Tejada family. So I don't know where Tariq going, but all I know is it's gonna be a division squad. It's gonna be Monet, Mecca, and and, and Kane, and it's gonna be Drew, Diana, and Tejada. I don't know where the hell um, Tariq going to be. It's kind of becoming, instead of his show, the Tejada family show. But I don't I don't know. I don't know. But that's our baby daddy, y'all. That, that everybody had the idea that Kane was his, was his dad. But no, it's Zeke. And Zeke is the golden child. And, you know, when he had asked it earlier in the episode, like, is this your brother? I don't know why something, something's just sparked in my brain i'm like why he ask him like that but i can't wait to see how this play out and i cannot wait to see when tahada find out finds out that that is monet's son and when the rest of the kids find out and find out like damn you know oh this your favorite (laughs) so we get into the next scene and we see kane takes time cruise out for another adventure they go and dig up jabari body and Tariq goes over to Lawrence and he notices her new Rolex. He's like, oh, you got a new Rolex? And she's like, oh, I'll be right back. But she goes into the bathroom and put the watch in the um, cabinet. Now, somehow he going to probably get caught up with this. And he might go in the bathroom, get a phone call, whatever. But he's going to get caught up. And I think this is how they're going to break up. He's not going to trust her. And he probably going to end up taking Diana virginity. That's just my theory. I don't know. But we get into the next scene and we see that they find Ramirez's body. And, you know, the time is not adding up because he's been dead longer than when, you know, Jabari was murdered. So they do they do find his body. And then Brayden goes back home and he can barely take it because they didn't dug up this dead body. And I'm sure this is probably going to come back to hunt him in some way. Also, and he's throwing up all over the place. And with him throwing up in the bathroom, Kane got free range to scope around in a room and he hide Ramirez's badge in Tariq's drawer. Who child? Kane, Kane, Kane. Remember, Kane is very jealous of Tariq. He is very jealous of Tariq. And he like, you know, tell Tariq I'll be seeing him. So I'm sure that's gonna come down on Tariq in Brayden somehow but with Brayden being a Weston he'll probably get pulled out of it and Tariq will probably figure out some way to outmaneuver this situation as well they have already been picked up for season three which I am excited about I cannot wait it's getting better and better I um episode one of season two was a little slow for me but I looked at it like kind of like a filler a filler pilot to get, get, get us caught up on what happened last season and help us remember the characters but two three and four have been solid you know nines to me they've been really good show the writers are kicking ass and I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with season three it's gonna be a little you know a little bit sorrow because Courtney Kemp is going over to Netflix I don't think she'll have anything to do with the writing next season but whoever is doing it now will continue on so I can't wait to see how they're going to do that and I cannot wait for Tate show to come out influence because the way how they're doing this season is walking us right into Tate show and I can't wait for that 
So I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. And I won't be back on to Thursday until we recap Queens. So I can hope you guys have a beautiful Sunday and enjoy the rest of your week. And I will holler at you Thursday. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. Thank <laughs> you.